At least two or three of us are very excited right now. I'm extremely I'm, excited. Uh, yeah, I know. And Donald, are you excited? No, I'm, I'm, no, I'm never excited about Eurovision. <laughs> Speaking of which, Donald, um, how has your life changed since the roaring success of last year's Eurovision special on Holland Politics? <laughs> Where I, I didn't even mention the, the country who actually won, I think, in all of my predictions and recommendations and stuff like that Portugal just coasted under the radar so uh, I got quite a bit of flack about that actually actually you know what we'll do we'll record you saying oh I think the winner is going to be and then just list every single country and then we'll oh, just let's do this yeah we'll yeah, just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it Seamless, in seamlessly edit yeah. Yeah. I think the country's going to be Luxembourg Israel. <laughs> Azerbaijan yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to be there in person this year Donald I hear I'm going to Eurovision in Lisbon yeah 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 is so that I'm a coincidence that one year after being on this show, this show opened doors for you that led you to be there in person for the first time? Uh, no. Shit. <laughs> you know, you're allowed to lie to me. Oh, sorry. Steve sorry, does sorry. it all the time. Actually, it was it was mentioned in, in passing. It was I was given tickets by uh, somebody kind of on foot of being a Eurovision weirdo and throwing <laughs> Eurovision parties and stuff like that. So I was actually a very kindly uh, somebody I know who, uh, who works for a... a large music streaming company uh, very kindly provided me with some tickets and it's largely because I'm just a weirdo and he has heard that podcast so in, in a way maybe yes oh we're definitely taking credit for that <laughs> yeah so uh, which flight is ours Donal which hotel room is where, where do we show up perhaps I could do some sort of you know live from the venue drunken thing at <laughs> oh, that would be amazing Lisbon. yes I might do that that could be the cold open to the episode that comes out afterwards yeah yeah just me recording on my phone screaming in the street about whatever has just happened yeah. hey that's good radio <laughs> it, it, is, it is it was so over the top <laughs> that's actually that's a good question Donald what, what's it actually like when you're there in person from like what you've heard is it like as fantastical and glitz and glammy as it looks when you look at it on TV oh I, I yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, I mean, more so from what I've heard. This is, I mean, it's very exciting for me. I'm such a, I'm so into the Eurovision for such a long time. And I've, you know, always experienced it as a party here in Ireland. So mm. it started as house parties and then, you know, became a thing in Panty Bar in Dublin and all these, these various kind of weird things we've done. But I've never actually gone. So this will be my first time there. Whereas several of my friends have gone kind of, you know, consistently for the last several years and all of them absolutely love us. Like they're, they, the reports that come back have always been stellar. So I'm very excited to go this time. Amazing. Yeah, so do you have, uh, are, are you doing some sort of opening involving, you know, the music of Eurovision or some sort of... Oh, we can we can naturally assume that the, the Eurovision fanfare has been playing for quite some time now in the background. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> I like that. I always like to think it's playing somewhere. Yeah. It's a beautiful piece. This year, I, it might be good to, to have a, a melange of the different stuff that's, that's in there this year, because as usual for Eurovision, there's kind of a, a blend of... The bizarre and the traditional and the, you know, twee eth ethnic <laughs> music from different places and mm -hmm. just generic pop. So Yeah. So we're going to be doing again what we did last year. We'll, we'll play some of Donald's highlights. We'll start them in the show. We'll talk about them, their chances of winning. And we can also maybe touch on, because this is a politics show, we can touch on the politics that are at play, maybe. And how it's been represented in Eurovision, maybe. I don't there, know. There is a bit. I mean, there's the usual things that people get annoyed about, like... Australia are back in there again. Oh, even are they back? Not in Europe. Yeah, they are. They're, I think Australia will be forever in there now because, you know, they they came to it by virtue of having very good songs. They've continued to put very good songs in there. And I think at this stage, everybody's just very happy to have them. So mm -hmm. I can't see them being thrown out. How many but years are they in there now? This is their third time in the, in the contest. But uh, they, they came in with a bang. The first one that they did was really spectacular. It was a great song. And I think it came second. And... Uh, 
last year they they were, they did less well than the the previous year, but again, it was just a very good pop song. And this year, I mean, I think they're going to be in the top five. They won't win, I don't think, sadly, this year because there are some better. But um, I, I would like to see them win. I think you know they've come to it as the plucky outsider who's got in there by virtue of having good songs, and, and you know that is rewarding. If they win, are they beholden to the same rules where the next Eurovision is going to be in Australia if they win? No, no, they have this. Um, I mean, it, it would be tested if this happens, but they have this uh, kind of plan in place that they will choose a country in Europe to host it. So they will kind of Ooh. co-host in oh, Europe. That yeah. get interesting. What but would, like, how do they, like who in Australia decides that? I, I mean, they're a national broadcaster, so they're affiliated with... Um, ABC. With the, 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 yeah, the, the Eurovision kind of mega committee that runs things. So in the same way as RTE would do it for Ireland or the BBC for the UK. Yeah. I'm not sure what the national broadcaster of Australia is. But ABC. ABC, sorry. Okay. Yeah. So they would they would then choose a venue. But I, I mean, I imagine it would be in London. It would be pretty unusual for them to pick somewhere I don't else. know. I think there may be another small island off the coast of Europe <laughs> that has ties to Australia that may pitch for it. and, <laughs> and tin whistles swell up behind you as you say so. It would be lovely. I mean, uh, you know, there's, there's obviously a huge Irish population in Australia, but... Um, all our convicts went there. Yeah, all our best people. <laughs> Um, it's possible it's possible I mean that kind of has become the outside chance for Ireland to host again is you know we haven't been doing very well we haven't really been sending very good stuff um, it's a little better this year than, than our usual but I, I think we'll still even struggle to qualify and you know the, the roundabout hope for Ireland hosting it again is kind of that Australia wins and gifts it to us so. When is the last time Ireland made it to the finals? Oh god Ireland made it to the finals uh, with Brian Kennedy uh, which is ah, yeah. uh, you know we're oh, going back wow. like 10 plus years at this That's point nuts. Um, oh, Jedward also, sorry, one of the Jedward songs made it to the final as well. One of the Jedwards. But one of them went solo and got all dark and moody and had an acoustic jazz album. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we've, we've not been doing well since then. We have, uh, maybe that's a good place to start actually, is I think we should play a little bit of the Irish song given we're, you know, Irish people talking about this. tiny bit cynical about this I was talking to my, my friend uh, Owen who's uh, another mad nut for Eurovision and um, he was very sceptical about it and he said well the you know the, the song is just a kind of generic ballad quite falsetto and quite nice and a little bit repetitive but the video has the, the two guys holding hands and walking through Temple Bar and um, he thinks that perhaps this has been constructed deliberately to be banned in Russia or to kind of, you know, to, to you know, guess um. a gay vote behind it and to, you know, so we can be a bit righteously angry if the Russians won't play it on their national channel or whatever, which I think well, already happened. Bringing in politics, because this is a political podcast, mm-hmm. Hungary and Poland too are kind of leaning that way too. Exactly, so, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the videos tend to be uh, for YouTube only. They won't be shown on the night. So they're sort of, they're used as, as kind of press in the build up to it. And so... You know, I think Owen might be right that this is—it's a, a good way for Ireland to get a lot of notice in a lot of other countries when we wouldn't normally, because the song itself is probably not really going to grab attention. It's you know, it's fairly light, mm. and so having a video that you know gets a headline by being banned somewhere is probably going to bring it more attention. So, what are our odds? Oh, I, let me check on on the the live uh, eighty to one website <laughs> of odds here to to see what the latest is. I mean, it's higher than usual, but now it's still pretty crap. Um, we're in thirtieth place. You can guess uh, currently two hundred and fifty one to one. Oh Whoa. my god, it's a yeah. steal. Yeah, I mean, and so I, the odds that long would tell you, you know where people think it is but also would tell you it's probably going to struggle to qualify even so it probably may not get out of it it's the the best chance I think we've had to qualify for a while um, 
Ireland always does this. I'm, I'm, you can hear the disillusionment already with, with RTE, <laughs> but Ireland looks at what won last year and tries to do something like it. So we're <laughs> rarely original anymore. We're always one year behind the trend. <laughs> we are. We're not the other co- only country doing this now. There's several of them who saw the, the slow ballad from Portugal last year and said, oh, we'll make one of those. Um, but I think we've very much done that. I don't think we're trying anything other than a very safe, samey sort of bet here. And, you know, as much as it's a nice kind of easy listening song, I don't think it'll just grab enough attention. Throw Sorry, it in the bin. On to the next yeah. one. Okay, so will we go for weird or likely oh, to win? Or Let's go weird. Weird, weird. Well, there's, there's no shortage of choice there. Hooray! Um, <laughs> uh, I think Estonia would be a good place to go for this. So um, have you seen the film uh, The Fifth Element? It's one of my favourites. Yes. My, yes. So you'll remember in The Fifth Element, the brilliant scene with the oh, diva Pavlogunna, the, the big yeah. blue yeah. Uh, opera singing alien. Who had no health problems, but the fact that she had a massive slab of concrete inside her abdomen. Which must have been a pain in the yeah. arse, honestly. Well, not the arse, but some other part. Are we, are we giving spoilers away here about where those things were hidden now? In the I don't think we're going to get in trouble for giving spoilers about <laughs> a movie that's, that's 25 that years old. <laughs> anyway, someone in Estonia has seen this film and has thought, oh, there's an idea. And so Brilliant. although they haven't painted their person blue, they've Aww. gone for this kind of papara thing where they have a person in a very grand dress. So they've this massive dress that they've put on the, the woman who's singing and they use projection mapping onto us to make it do swooshy weird things. Cool. And, Gorgeous. Yeah, pretty cool. Let's play. So where does that where does that rank in terms of just visual spectacle? Like, is this going to be the craziest could, thing we see? Uh, no, no. There's there's probably weirder than this, but I think if they do something like they've done in the video on the stage, it's going to look pretty cool. So I mean, for the last few years, visuals have been a big part of it, and um, you know, again, last year's put kind of an anomaly. We didn't really deal with what happened last year and my being shamefully wrong and never even seeing this coming, but. Uh, Portugal did this very stripped down kind of very slow cinema parody so kind of a song where it was just uh, you know a guy you know on his own on the stage really really simple and I think it was kind of a reaction against where Eurovision has gone for years and years now with these ridiculous spectacles and so people just wanted to, to sort of reset that I is it true last year the voting changed in that the judges' vote was more important than it had been the years before? No, no, the, no, the jury, the, so the, the vote is 50-50 jury and, and the public as it has been for a while. Um, there were, there's, there's a few things in place. I mean, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes with uh, how they pick people in order to make sure that the block voting happens less. So there's very like the World Cup, you're put in pots at the beginning, depending on who you're most likely to vote for. And then they draw from the different pots, so they're kind of drawing across groups that are likely to vote for one another and therefore making much more mixed bags when, you know, to, to prevent neighbours basically voting for one but another. But that's just for the semi-finals. That's for the semi-finals, yeah. 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 So once we get to the, the final, everybody's in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's 50-50 jury and the, the public. Um, oh, there's always, you know, allegations of tampering and scandals and stuff going on. And of course, Russia, as usual, is being, you know, suspected of trying to interfere and trying to bribe juries and you know Well let's tackle let's tackle the Russia are they in it this year? They are in it again so very interestingly they were uh, banned from it last year so yeah. um 
there was, you know, it was hosted in Kiev, as, as we talked about last year. And so <laughs> Russians were unwelcome there. And uh, the particular but, person that they put in uh, last year, uh, who's in a wheelchair, uh, is... Um, had already performed uh, in uh, on the tour in the the kind of area that had been in the Crimean Peninsula that had been annexed, and so the Ukraine said uh, people who have illegally come into the you know territory of Ukraine are not allowed in Kiev for the final, and so uh, on a kind of a, a immigration technicality they banned her basically, so it was not the Eurovision uh, itself who did, but Kiev, mm. and so Russia you know threw down their their toys and said no, we won't be in it this year. So they've brought her back, so it's the same singer as they would have had last year with a new song. And uh, I don't know if you want to listen to it. It's a fairly boring song, I'm afraid. Um, no, no, let's yeah. not. <laughs> but I yeah. did Google it, or I did put it into YouTube, and I read it as Ju- Julie, Julia Samiola, I Won't Break Russia. But there's actually yeah. a dash between I Won't Break I, and Russia. I Won't Break <laughs> like, Russia. I'm sorry, Julia, but Russia's already pretty broken. <laughs> <laughs> She's legally yeah, obliged to have that as the title. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, she does nothing to help heal anything here. I mean, Russia have been doing a good job on, you know, putting in songs for a while that are very much about healing and about, you know, how nice they are. And um, so there's a lot of stuff about throwing down your guns. Do you think she's going to use a fog machine? I, I'm sh- maybe she will, but I don't think. Do you think people are going to be afraid about her using a fog machine? In oh, case sorry, I just got nerve gas. Full of nerve <laughs> It's a very subtle that's, joke. <laughs> that's in poor taste. Um, Yes, no, I, I think they'll probably check for that in advance. She's <laughs> well, okay. yes, we they don't will check know. for Novichok classes. <laughs> so, Donald, this may be the last time that we're talking to you. Yes, yeah, oh God, yeah, that's terrifying. Um, no, I'm sure I'm sure there's very good security and everything will be fine. Um, I'm also Those sure that Those sound like will famous last words. Well, you can use them then. I mean, what a great promo <laughs> for your sure podcast. I'm sure Russia won't be bastards yeah, at an no. international event. They're, they're, uh, they're ranked around uh, 26th. Uh, so there's... You so they're guess, ahead of us. Oh. Yeah, 150 to 1 for Russia winning. And I think that's... Yeah, that's a, it's a fairly bad bet. It's, so it's just not an exciting song. The most hated country in Europe at the moment is ranked higher than Ireland. Four places higher. Yeah, sadly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, not, not a terrible surprise. But I mean, Russia is going to pull in votes. It's going to get votes from Belarus. It's going to get its neighbour votes, as it always, always does. Uh, it just it needs to do something more than that to, to kind of step across the line and... It doesn't have a good enough song to do with this time, I think. So, yeah. Let's talk about an actual uh, good song then. Yes. Well, let's talk about the one that I think is going to win, um, which uh, helpfully combines potential for winning with weirdness, because <sighs> this is definitely the most bonkers, strange, weird. Yeah, this is the most Eurovision song that's in there this year. And it's Israel. The song is called Toy, and it's about it's by an artist called Netta. I love it already, uh, just from the thumbnail. Yeah, let's put it on. She squawks like a chicken during the song, okay. and who doesn't want that? Ouch. Look at me, I'm a beautiful creature. I don't care about your modern time preacher. Welcome, boys, too much noise. I will teach you. Did she say I'm taking my Pikachu home? She did. did. Amazing. I love this song. I'm not your toy. 
I mean, it is it is weird, weird, weird. But it's also you know new and creative and bonkers and yeah. all the Can things. Honestly, say want. I've never heard anything like that. Exactly, exactly. And I think I mean this is what's going to do it for it. I think is that. It's already just on its own novelty, like vastly outstripped all of the other songs uh, on, on YouTube in terms of views and stuff like that, on Spotify in terms of plays. It's just streets and streets ahead. Mm. And so that has helped songs before. So that, that kind of that presence in advance and that idea of people having checked it out beforehand and then kind of tuning back into it to vote for it was what got Laureen and Euphoria and those kind of the songs that have done really, really well before across the line. Um, so you'll have a kind of a, a cohort who already likes it and is interested in it. You'll also just have the same experience I did when I watched it of, you know, seeing it for the first time and it being really fucking strange, yeah. but kind of catchy. And so <laughs> I think that could, could There's really a help. hidden Pikachu reference in there as well. That's just fun for everyone. Exactly, exactly. Who doesn't like that? Yeah, I'm taking my Pikachu home. I have no idea what that means. In, I mean, to be honest, a lot of it is nonsense and you know, again, that's a good Eurovision trait is just having lyrics that make absolutely no sense. And in this case, adding chicken sounds to them has just elevated it to a new level. I love it. This is my favorite. Yeah. Um, this is, yeah, I, I, I really like this. I think it's it's strange and new and fun. And I, I would be very happy for this to win. Um, Israel has won before. I mean, Israel very famously won with uh, Dana International, who is a... Um, uh, transsexual and you know made the you know, huge political statement by winning. Um, Israel's been very involved in the the kind of the political element of Eurovision for. Was that for back years. in the nineties? It was, yeah, yeah, it's a long time ago now. So and so yeah, um, so they've put in good songs for the last while. Israel does very good pop. Israel has a, a Tel Aviv especially has a massive gay scene and basically not so much Jerusalem. Not so much Jerusalem, no. But and really, the entire Middle East's gay communities kind of move there. Well, those who are happy living in Israel do. You know? um, and so it's you know it's out of Tel Aviv that this kind of pop scene comes. It's out, you know it's out of Tel Aviv that that uh, Netta comes as well. She's uh, like Ryan O'Shaughnessy in Ireland. She's been on um, you know reality TV shows in Israel, and they have a. Um, some sort of I didn't quite fully understand because my my Hebrew is not up to snuff, but some kind of uh, pop idol for beatboxing and loop. You know that when you do stuff with loops on yeah, the Ed Sheeran thing, whatever that's called, yeah, yeah the Ed Sheeran <laughs> thing. So she does that. So she's she's doing that as part of this. So a lot of the you know this is quite a produced song that you're seeing here, but she's able to recreate that on stage because she does some looping and stuff with her voice, um, and she can do this herself very very well. She also sings really well. So I've heard her live, and I think she's going to be able to you know, do as good a job live as, as we're hearing in this video here, which is tough for some of them. Cool. Yeah, I, I think it has a very good chance. Uh, unfortunately, so do all of the bookies, so I can't make any money on this. <laughs> it um, it's, she's getting a 2.6 to 1, which is, you know, very, very narrow odds. There's no point in, in placing a bet on her, really. Yeah. Um, but uh, it would not terribly surprise me if this did very well on its novelty and we were, you know, headed for Tel Aviv next year. Amazing. Is that an invitation for us to go next year? We, yes, Richard, yes, you heard it. We're in. Yeah, Just don't go to any of the other countries first that would prevent you entering Israel and their whole thing with passports there. So let's go for another ethnic weird one. Mm, okay, so um, there's there's a few here that, well, let's go for a political one first, actually, because okay. there's, there's something that I thought would happen a few years before that has finally come to pass in Eurovision, which is I expected for a while that um, kind of pan-European issues might start to come up in it, in particular the the kind of migrant crisis and refugees and stuff like that. I expected to come up in a bigger way before, and we've talked about you know how when Ukraine won, it was very much about the the political crisis that was going on with between the Ukraine and Russia, and so I was expecting to see this last year, and I didn't really. There are two songs this year that are are both very much about uh, refugees. One very explicitly, which is uh, France. This is the first time in a long time France has put in a very good song. So their song is called Mercy, M E R C Y, and not I. So 
the English word merci, not the French word for thank you. Um, sure, there was a lot of confusion in France at the time. It, it is, yeah. It, it was a weird one for them to choose given how famous the word merci is around the world. But anyway, uh, they've written this song. It's, it's a very, very nice song. It's a song about a child called Merci who's born on the Mediterranean. So she's, you know, being rescued and whatever. There's a lot of the visuals in their video of uh, people in the life jackets and stuff like that. There's a lot of, you know, explicit and implicit references to you know what we need to be doing about uh, the the migrancy crisis and all this sort of stuff there so um, I'm glad to see politics coming in I'm glad to see France doing a good job and hey it's a decent song let's listen to it song it's not going to you know shock everybody with chicken squawking so it's probably not going to grab the attention that it needs to get anywhere near where Israel's going to get but uh, it's interesting to see this sort of coming up uh, there's a, a rule about Eurovision that it's supposed to be apolitical and it's not supposed to you know explicitly bring politics into it so this is sort of skirting around that and that it's it's a more kind of transnational issue it's not the personal politics or the sort of inter uh, you know interstate politics Um it's a positive message, uh, and I think it's it's you know it's a good song from France, which they've been doing more and more of recently, and I'm happy to see. Um, Italy have also done a song, so I don't think we need to listen to it. It's again, it's it's a, kind of a similar vibe. It's about more generically just anti-war than specifically about uh, refugees, but it takes in aspects of that, and there's kind of mention of it in the the song as well. So there's a general kind of world peace vibe coming into Eurovision <laughs> a little bit more explicitly than perhaps have been there before. Well, I'm glad um, they've finally taken a stance. Exactly, exactly. It turns out peace is what we're looking for, so that's good. <laughs> um, so um, there's there's always been a few, I mean, you know, throughout the, the history of the contest, there's always been bits of that going on and it had sort of disappeared for a while and it had become a bit more about spectacle. And I think, again, the, the win for... Uh, Ukraine brought this back a little bit. We saw some of it last year. There was some some stuff from uh, the likes of Hungary and whatever last year doing this to uh, to, to some degree too. Um, and yeah, I, I think it's a positive kind of move for the contest overall. There's a returning winner this year. So there's usually one of them there's, since it's been running so long at this point that there's a few people to, it's inevitable. to churn back through the system again. Yeah. And How many in, times has Ireland sent its winners back? I know Dan. Well, Johnny Logan has won twice. I think Johnny Logan is the only person who's, who's <laughs> won it twice, who, who's returned and returned successfully. So mostly when people come back their second time. Did we know, not send Dan again? No, we didn't. Okay. No, no, no. Once was enough for her. <laughs> um, <laughs> she just tried to go for the We president. sent Linda Martin twice. Uh, Lin- Linda uh, came second in uh, 1984 and uh, we sent her back in the 90s again and she won first in, in 92. Um, this is uh, Norway. So Alexander Reback, who was who people remember from Eurovision as the little guy with the fiddle. Oh, and, yeah, this uh, guy. See? <laughs> um, yeah, so the little guy with the fiddle who won with a song called Fairy Tale, which was a kind of catchy fiddle imbued pop number uh, is back again and I fucking hate the song that he has come back with this time
I mean, you know, <laughs> step one, write a song. That's how you write a song. It's fucking stupid. Like this. <laughs> it's, Oh, he said okay, shibidu bop bop. He did say, and babidi bidip bop. Oh, there's some scatting. That's yeah, for you, yeah. Richie. Oh, I love, I, I okay, love I mean, good scat. Yeah, I, and I love nonsense lyrics in Eurovision too, but I mean, this is just, it's its so bad. It's so infantile. It's so annoying. I just, this is the one I hate the most this year. And it's going to do really well because uh, he's very famous. People are expecting him to come back. It's a feel-good song, I think. I mean, it sounds like it should be on a children's show or something, doesn't it? It sounds like yeah. it would be you know, at home on, on some sort of morning television program or something. Did yeah. he win last time? He did. Well, he won, the last time he was on, he won for Norway. So when was that? So, oh God, it's, uh, I'm not sure what year that was now. It's, it's going back a few years. It might be God, it's at least eight years ago. It might be even 10. Yeah, it's a while back. He doesn't look like he competed in the Eurovision 10 years ago. No, he, he hasn't aged at all, which is weird. So he's oh, probably they, been they put frozen. Him in a freeze, yeah, yeah, they put yeah. him up to one of the glaciers up in the north. Well, I, actually, him out again. Norway have that, that seed vault in Svalbard. So they have that, that thing up in the Arctic where they've... Why are you saying that as if that's someone that we're yeah, all supposed I've, to know? Yeah. Oh, right. So, well, it's, oh, it's an interesting seed thing. vault. Norway are preserving seeds for, for every plant species. So in the event of a nuclear apocalypse, we are able to start again. But they're not oh, only there. We'll all be dead. Well, there, there's... Some frozen Norwegian, probably Alexander Reback. Here. <laughs> Fine. Yeah, so be the only thing still alive will be the cockroaches and Alexander Reback. He's like, oh, what's that God. song about that? This is how you plant a tree. Step one. <laughs> That's how you plant a tree. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's bad. Yeah, I, I mean, it's. Uh, some people like it. I, I have friends who think it's really fun and catchy. And, you know, uh, so for some people, it just works. I think it's high in the, the rankings as well. So it's, it's getting around 20 to 1 or so at the moment. So it's, it's not a terrible odds but I just can't see it winning and I really hope it doesn't I just it's so patronisingly annoying that I, I can't take it I'm objectively and subjectively yes yes okay. pretty much yeah. um, their neighbours Sweden are always worth a listen because uh, Sweden have you know a huge tradition of pop music uh, you know they're, they're the producers of all great pop of the world anyway and they usually put something very good into to Eurovision this is probably a weaker than normal year for them actually they're um, they're Program to select the the song uh, Melody Festival and uh, usually has you know a half dozen songs, all of which could win Eurovision most years. So they tend to produce really good stuff. It was a bit slower this year, so there wasn't something that was really amazingly stand out. What they've put in sounds like early Justin Timberlake to me. So it's a little bit like '90s Justin Timberlake. Uh, it, there's a lot of falsetto in it. It's very disco-y. Um, it's got a kind of a, a like early electro disco kind of beat. Um, it's quite catchy though. So let's have a listen. Talk about the name, it dance you all. <laughs> I know. Is that, yeah, how, so how sexual is that? Have you never been danced off? <laughs> I hope to be danced off live at Eurovision. I can't wait. Um, oh, that happened last year. They had to stop that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 a weird phrasing for English speakers. Yeah, but it's um, you know, it's a pleasant song. I think if you heard it on the radio, you wouldn't skip past it possibly. But it also doesn't you can't, grab it's the radio. <laughs> You could change to a different channel. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of, of Spotify and skipping things. And yeah, yeah, Spotify. It's a, it's a digital world we live in now. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, it's a, you know, generic, nice song with a lot of falsetto and a good beat to it. So it's it's all right, but not great. Basically. It's not as good as last year's uh, Treadmill. Yeah, I like that yeah, one. Yeah. That was great. I mean, the, yeah, it did really badly, though, didn't it? It didn't do well at all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I thought last year's, it was a bit... It was a bit too macho for Eurovision. It was not really macho, though. It was. It was preening guys talking about how many women they can get wearing flashy, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't, shiny I didn't suits. believe they were talking about women. Like, I mean, there, it was not. It was macho in the sense of like cosmopolitan orange skin macho. Eurovision macho. I guess. I guess. Yeah. yeah I mean, but that for like Eurovision, all I mean, contemporary you have to think GA of player macho. How how far the the bar stretches into gay land for Eurovision, and so yeah. like anything that's even slightly macho is is yeah. So, um, <laughs> oh, he likes girls. Get away. Run. <laughs> partly, partly, I'm using this as a as a clean segue into. Talking about the Czech Republic, which is the macho song of this year, and which I think is also probably going to do really well, um, and is a bit like that last year, where it's about like you know, getting ladies, getting so the ladies, nice alien to me. Yeah, R- Richie, we I already know that we can relate. Yeah, like, come on, Steve, let's listen to this one in particular. I think you would listen to it and then say like, lad. Let's see. Okay, let's listen and see if we say lad. Lad. Yeah. See, it has a kind of, uh, what was the name, Robin Thicke, that song? Oh, was, yeah, Blurred Lines. Yeah, that, hasn't it got that vibe? It's yeah, just that was another was. rapey song as well. It's just, yeah. Very, yeah, it's just very rapey vibes. Exactly, it's just a mildly rapey, kind of annoying song with a lot of trumpet in it. Um, it's, Trump. it's catchy, though, it's, so people, again, like it. It's, it. I think it's third in the in the audience, it is, so it's 6.5 to 1. It's actually joint second with Bulgaria at the moment. Um, so... You know, it's uh, it has a chance. A chance. Mm. Uh, I hope it doesn't win because I no. don't really like it very much. Ooh. But uh, Prague is nice, though. It is. That's true. Yeah. Actually, they, they probably it would be fun if it was hosted there. I guess. But uh, Prague's yeah. not a very macho city. Actually, it doesn't really match this guy that well. I don't think. Yeah, he's he was supposed to sing last year's song actually for the Czech oh. Republic. So, um, are we saying Czechia or the Czech Republic now? I, I'm not sure. Cause I didn't realize they had rebranded. They wanted to be called Czechia. I think for it a makes while. more sense. It does make much more sense. Yeah. But I think I think they gave up on it because nobody was doing it. So yeah. Maybe should we start doing it and then that will it will catch on and 100%. yeah, we'll do it. We'll fix it for their them. dream will country. Okay. Well, Czechia's chances are very good. Who? Though I hope that Czechia <laughs> do not win. <laughs> Check yourself there, Donald. Yes. Um, as a as a final place to go, I think we probably should uh, consider Australia because they have made our best their chance, huge our best pop chance. machine uh, a just very good pop song. It is catchy as hell. It's a, just a very nice pop song. Can't see that winning at all. That's, I can't it's, either. It's not yeah. Eurovision. Yeah, that's the thing. I think it's it's radio pop and yeah. there's nothing extra to it. That's, yeah. You know, whereas whereas Netta has the weird chicken squawks. Yeah. It's something to so it's both catchy and grabs you. This is just catchy, which sounds a weird thing to no, say, yeah, but it's not enough. This is kind of the, like the third 
album song from a very popular pop artist but yeah. like that's not ever what wins Eurovision is it? Yeah I agree completely I think I, I think it's going to end up probably in the top five maybe it's like it'll it'll get some votes but it won't be enough to catapult it up there and it won't be enough to jump over some of the things that are going to you know do better than it by being a bit less expected than this is Yeah. Have the UK entered their Sorry About Brexit song yet? I mean, I have a friend who's, who's very willing to read everything the UK does in Eurovision as an apology for Brexit. I don't think that's what it is. Um, I really like the UK song. I, I rarely do. But this year, I think it's very good. So they've uh, they've cloned Annie Lennox somehow. And they have this young woman called Suri who looks like Annie Lennox and sounds like really good vintage Annie Lennox. And I think it's a really great song. I just, the UK will never, ever win. <laughs> <laughs> It's a nice song. It's better than the usual song that Britain puts in, but it's not going to really... It was better you know, than Blue, the and they brought back Blue that time. It is much better than that. Yes, it yeah. certainly is. And it's better than they've put in in quite a while, I think. But uh, again, there's just, much like Australia, it's a song that you could, you know, hear playing in a supermarket and not be disturbed mm. by. <laughs> and that doesn't really... Unlike the chicken song. I, yeah, would, I, mean, I, would, I would think would, twice about purchasing chicken when that song is playing. I would put my yogurt back and stop <laughs> and freeze <laughs> in the shop to listen. When the, I would the drop my starts. yogurt, my many, many packets of yogurt. Yeah, so I mean, that's that's what you use the basket, about. sir. For God's <laughs> sakes, yeah, we gotta stop putting Eurovision songs on. There's yogurt everywhere. Um, I was I was trying to think of of good ways to uh, to cover myself in this, so that you know, if once again I've chosen a load of stuff and then something out of left of field jumps in and wins, how we could do that. So I thought it might be good to do a little lightning round at the end, where there's like three or four ones that you just put in like. Uh, you know, five seconds of them, so you get a taster of them, and then technically, I can say I mentioned them on here in case they do win. Okay, we'll give them. We'll give them that. Or, so you just say, or I play all five at once at the same time and complete dissonant nightmare. Ah, uh, oh, no, yeah, no, no, let's not do that. No, no, no. I'll I'll give you like like short uh, descriptions for several of them. So like this year's Portugal is Spain. So the, what? Uh, <laughs> what? That's, <laughs> I'm so confused. Last year, Portugal no, wins bleed. with. Soft, easy listening, nice ballad song. Spain have done it this year. They so fought wars yeah. all through the Middle Ages to settle this question, Donald. You can't bring it up again. Yeah, well, now, now they're uniting through the medium of just very easy listening. Liberia forever. Siento que bailo por primera vez. The Netherlands, the Netherlands are fucking obsessed with country and western. With yeah. Like, yeah, with really, really twee country and western. They've done that again. They're too small to have a countryside. Yeah, uh, well, I mean, <laughs> Ireland is They've too. They've no frontier. No, no, but Ireland here. is just countryside with a bit of Dublin. But That's true. Netherlands yeah. is mostly cities. Well, there's polders. So perhaps you some don't, of those... I can't imagine someone sitting on the dike strumming their guitar singing about home, this or that. Home, home on the pole yeah, there. Riding <laughs> on a horse through a tulip field. Yeah, it doesn't work. No. But they love the music so they, they have some weird obsession with it. Um, so anyway, uh, Netherlands generic country song I don't think it's going to do terribly well. Uh, 
Austria. I love the song and it sounds like Hosier. So they've done this thing where they just kind of, again, well, yeah. took a sound. They've done a lot of kind of gospel behind the guy who sings. I would love it to win. I think it's an absolutely brilliant song. The guy's also very handsome. Is it take me, take me for first? Is it what? Take me for first. Uh, it's like a sausage. It's quite terrible. Nice. Oh, I thought it was a reference to Conchita Verse, who won for Austria. So, oh, well, I then, yeah, I yes. thought you were being very yeah, knowledgeable. Yeah, yeah, there, so. yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah, actually yeah, a great yeah, joke yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Austria has won fairly recently with yeah. Conchita Verse, the, the drag queen. So, um, I remember she had a beard, but she had a beard. Yeah, 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 she was a beardy, beardy drag queen. Um, she's in the news this week actually because she uh, disclosed that she's HIV positive, <gasps> which I don't think she really had to. I think she was kind of blackmailed into by somebody who knew that was going to tell the press and so she had to kind oh. of come out and say it anyway which is a bit shitty um, so she's kind of back in the news again at the moment anyway um, but yeah Austria this year good song I wish it would win but it probably won't and finally Denmark are getting a load of Vikings to sing in a Viking way and it might be a good way to, to close out imagine Les Mis but it's about Vikings and <gasps> it's not as good they got my letters <laughs> it's a, it's, it sounds like a musical about Vikings it just sounds like a bad musical and I love musicals but ugh. Have a little listen to that. Put in a little snippet to, you know, tell the long ship play right at the very end. No, Amazing. no, we're not going to let you go. We, we will play that song, but I'm sorry, Donald. We have a game. Oh, yeah, there's we, a game. Yeah. So okay. if you remember last year, Donald, we played a little mm. game in which I read out several sets of uh, quote unquote oh, no. lyrics. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, and you had to decide which were real Eurovision lyrics and which were ones that I just pulled out my ears. Yeah, yeah. So I've got several sets of lyrics in front of me. Um, now they range in length, style, and quality. But okay. you're going to have to listen and decide. I'd like you to sing them as well to give me an Not at all. Not at all. Not even a little. <clears throat> so Damn. you can decide, okay, which is real, which is fake. Perfect. Every night you fill the sky with new revelations. Miss your moon. I'm your loon. Let's rock the nation. Oh, yeah. No, that's a Eurovision song. I remember that one. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And can you remember who it was? I can't. I actually can hear it playing, but I'd have to mentally sing through to get to the chorus, which I'm very bad at doing. It's, uh, uh, it's definitely a revision song. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. It's crossed my heart. Azerbaijan. Was, oh, it's from this year. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, it's a recent Azerbaijan one. This year. Sorry, yeah. that's why I was listening to it the other day. Yeah, it's actually not a bad song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, good. Uh, next one. The more time you spend awake, the more time you spend asleep. Dying. Dying is mainstream. Oh, um, <laughs> no, I think I read that on the wall of a cafe in Berlin, but I'm not sure if it's a revision song. I would, I'm going to say no. Okay, you're right. It's actually um, a series of Jaden Smith tweets that I put together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but let, let's hope he never gets access to the Eurovision. <laughs> you are inscribed in the lines on the ceiling. You are inscribed in the depths of the storm. Oh, mm, it's kind of it has a bad poetry vibe. I don't recognize it, so I'm going to say no. But it wouldn't surprise me if it was. I guess. That, yeah, you're right. It's it's not. It's actually um, poetry written by a Twitter bot. Ah, very good. See, it does have that kind of, yeah. I, I could imagine seeing it set out on Tumblr with like a stark beach scene behind it or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> in the arms of the potion, they found our truth and I made a girl abandoned youth. Oh, God. Um, again, I don't recognize this. I'm going to say no again. 
No, that is a Eurovision song. Oh. It's Molly Sterling, Ireland's entry in 2015. Oh, gosh, Molly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Yeah, that wasn't a great song, I'm afraid. So I, we're, I picked we're it because better. it says, in the arms of the potion, they found a truth. And I made a girl. Like, is this like some sort of arcanist song about making I, someone with potions? <laughs> is it, it is no weirder than any other song, really. But yeah, that, that is nonsense, really. I reckon Jonathan Nolan was listening to that when he came up the idea for reboot of, West, of Westworld. I think so. Which is great, so. by the way. I don't yeah. want to go into it now, but wow, what a good show. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and the last one, never resist the call of the game. Sometimes it's all you need. So delicate, so beautiful. Again, don't recognize it. Uh, no, I'm going to say no. It sounds, it sounds too strange. Yeah, you're right. It's not. It's it's basically a collection of uh, perfume taglines that I put together into a verse. <laughs> I was going to say, isn't that the love poem that you wrote for your girlfriend after the second date? <laughs> yeah. Never resist the call the game is Lacoste challenge. Sometimes it's all you need is Christina Aguilera's tagline for her fragrance. And so delicate, so beautiful is Estee Lauder. Uh, beautiful. And which one of those is your favorite that you use daily? Uh, I use all of them in that exact sequence. kind of like playing all the songs at once it's just an olfactory nightmare where they're all mixed together (laughs) basically Mm. you did really well there I'm getting better do you know what's actually helped me is my growing suspicion of you that you're just always (laughs) lying to me so I I, rather than immediately go for ones I thought might be possibilities I I stepped back and thought no he's lying as usual (laughs) excellent Okay, I'm going to have to up my game for next year. Thank you. Yeah, please do. Cool. I think that's it. I think that's it. So next time we're going to hear from you, you will be calling us after they've announced the winner on the floor. Mm. I will. That's that's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's some after party somewhere and I expect to be screaming, oh my God, I love you at Netta <laughs> as she Amazing. walks around in whatever crown they give her. On, oh, on you're actually going to like be around the performers afterwards? I think we possibly? have some backstage access. <gasps> very exciting. No. Oh, no. That'd be so cool. Donald, we'd like to let you pick your favourite Eurovision song to play you out as we end the show. Oh, is it of this year or of all time? Oh, of all time. (gasps) All time. Oh, exciting. Wow. Oh, God, that's hard to choose. When you're thinking about it, imagine the music swelling up behind you and maybe that will help you like like put the song, project the song into your mind. Mm. This is also Mm. the only way we're going to get him to listen to the episode. I I want to, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's very clever, actually. Um, I have to to go back for for vintage stuff. I'm going to go for that first time that that Linda Martin went in for us and she almost won, uh, because she should have won that year. 1984 should have been Linda's year, but it wasn't. Uh, So Terminal 3 by Terminal 3. Terminal tree. Okay. Steve, I'm actually just going to play Yakety Sax. <laughs> uh, it's actually not that far off. It's not the best in terms of its use of synths. But I, again, as lyrics go, it's it's, it's amazing. Nah, we'll, we'll play Terminal 3, I'm sure. I'm do, sure. do, do. Linda needs yeah. more royalties, my God. Get her some money. <laughs> exactly. Money? Cool. <laughs> do you just play it at the absolute minimum length it has to be in order to not pay anybody? Yes. Uh, yes, we've definitely looked these legalities up. <laughs> no, I think you can, if you're for the purpose of like reviewing something, you can use small snippets under fair use. Ah, okay. Well, then I review the following Linda Martin song by saying, it's good. <laughs> Hooray. Thanks, Donald. There you go. Thanks, you're legally covered. Thank you.
This has been a production of the Headstuff Podcast Network.